Welcome to the On The Green Podcast, where we'll give you the latest news and events from the world of golf and spotlight golf courses from around Northeast Florida and the First Coast. We'll take you inside the ropes with interviews, strategies for playing the courses, and get a tip from the head professional. Each show will also feature an interview with a prominent golf insider. They'll share firsthand stories and insights you won't hear anywhere else. Now, here's your host of On The Green, Tim Eiley. Hello and welcome to another edition of On The Green Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Eiley. We're coming to you from Studio Podcast Suites here in Jacksonville, Florida. You can find this podcast on your favorite podcast platform or check us out on our website, onthegreenconsulting.com. There you can also find my monthly blog, which I hope you'll enjoy. On today's show, I'll catch up with Florida's First Coast of Golf president, David Reese. Florida's First Coast of Golf is in the business of promoting golf and golf vacations here in Northeast Florida. Consider the organization your one-stop shop for golf vacation planning from Amelia Island down to Volusia County, Flagler Beach, and all points in between. It's going to be a great show, so welcome to the 23rd edition of On the Green Podcast. My guest today is David Reese, president of Florida's First Coast of Golf, an organization that promotes golf and golf vacations here in Northeast Florida. David took the helm of the 501c6 organization in 1996 and has been instrumental in its growth and success ever since. David, welcome to On the Green Podcast. Thanks very much, Tim. uh, We've known each other a really long time. Yes, we uh, have. (laughs) Back from the Liberty Mutual Legends of Golf days. That's exactly uh, right. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, good. Now, since taking the helm uh, of your organization, uh, Florida First Coast of Golf has received some really prestigious awards and accolades over the years, including Visit Florida's Henry Award for the Best Tourism Website, North America's Golf Destination of the Year. So you must be really proud of what you and your team have been able to accomplish. Well, first, Tim, you could tell by my start year, 1996, <laughs> I'm very uh, grateful and fortunate to, to be able to lead this great organization for so many years. And uh, it's really kind of cool. It's where golf and tourism meet. And to be recognized as one of the best cooperatives in the state of Florida, a tourism-rich uh, state oh, the number yeah. one industry that's quite an accomplishment that our group has has made both you know as you mentioned within the state the top honors for best website um and internationally globally um you know won the north american golf destination of the year award so. i mean it's it that's that's great and i know you've done some great things since taking the helm and so you know we sit here at this this kind of time and in, in our history and um from your perspective you kind of have a unique perspective when it comes to golf and and in that uh arena so how do you think the game has fared overall you know throughout this pandemic uh, the game overall through, throughout the year, uh, we, we rely a lot on uh, several different metrics, and National Golf Foundation is one of the, the key indicators that we look look for. And fourteen uh, percent up in total golf rounds played twenty twenty over twenty nineteen kind of says said it all, and that is with twenty million lost rounds throughout the country in March and April. So. 14% up's a lot. Now, Northeast Florida, uh, speaking on our regional area, we exceeded that. We're 18% up in, in rounds. But, you know, in, in Florida, was 7% up overall. Uh, I'm most excited about that 14% figure right. because that's the pipeline of visitations. That's the part where golf and tourism intersect. Absolutely. So most most excited about that. I mean, I think it's interesting, 
you know, over 2.2 million rounds just right here in Northeast Florida in 2020. (laughs) It's a pretty golf-rich area, Tim. Absolutely. Uh, We've got 68 courses, and then once Stillwater uh, down to the south is is complete, um, you know, we'll we'll be 69. And and the yards, if anybody hasn't seen the yards, uh, a new concept, 12-hole concept out in Ponte Vedra, uh, that brings us to 70. Exactly. And, you know, I know why it's been so difficult for me to get a tea time because it really, <laughs> it's been crazy. Is. Yeah, I'm such a last minute guy and it, it's tough. And, you know, we, you, we talk about how, you know, kind of golf meets tourism here with your organization. And I noticed in a survey uh, recently, Florida was named the most desired vacation destination in the U.S. So I'm, I'm curious what the criteria is is that is this the first time florida has been number one uh, Flor- florida has always held a, a very strong position uh number two is california and new york they kind of interchange uh, we, we all trade spots one two three uh, and this is just general tourism so destination analysis since the pandemic started um you know did a weekly consumer sentiment studies pretty ugly there uh in the in the very beginning right. march april may june last year but um you know as confidence builds you know just our market share lead on you know destination that the travelers once they emerge from the pandemic lockdowns and and uh, you know uh, you know they they are thinking florida is the number one by by a long shot so i think right. our, our governor has done a tremendous job you know, uh, from the early onset, especially in Northeast Florida, to keep golf essential and keep the out, outdoors exercise and just really sanity, right? Uh, and amongst the local residents and, and for the state, really has done us a favor because I think the Florida brand, you know, we've been branded open. You know, open so, for business, right. So, so I mean, he, he left the doors open, so to speak, and, mm-hmm. and welcoming people still. Um, where other states were completely shutting down, so I'm sure that helped a little bit. But mm-hmm. boy, that's great. I mean, I, I'm I know personally very thankful. You know, it helps with the economy here in Florida. It helps with the tourism in Florida. Obviously, the golf here in Florida. Right. You know, golf is just one of those sports that is considered safe. I mean, you're outside, you're social distancing, you're you know with your you can still be with your friends and have a you know a fun game and and things. But I'm very thankful to Governor DeSantis for kind of keeping the doors open for us. Well, and leadership within Northeast Florida, really. Uh, you know, Russ Libby, who owns Hidden Hills, mm-hmm. M.G. Orinder, President of Hampton Golf, Long Grundy down at uh, the World Golf Hall of Fame. Very, very close contact, conference calls. How do we how do we keep our, our game safe and all the safety protocols? Right. Uh, just really good. And doing a good job, and so let's let's talk specifically about Florida's first coast of golf and how you all bring tourism here to Northeast Florida. So, how does your organization market Northeast Florida to the world? Right. So, so it's a it's a very very uh, interesting business model. It's a collection of five county governments, or each each county's got a tourist board in it. Uh, the airport's a big partner of us, and then a collection of over fifty golf courses and hotels. So. So we all collaboratively put our dollars together to reach outside the market. So we'll we'll do digital advertising primarily. We'll do a lot of great promotions in in key market areas: Atlanta, New York, mm-hmm. D.C., Chicago, and um, print advertising is not dead. We still do do print and uh, just just several different avenues. You know, the social media platforms, of course, uh, were heavily used uh, during the pandemic. 
And you you just mentioned partnerships. So my next question is, you do have some great partnerships with hotels, golf courses, some corporations. So how do those partnerships kind of enter into the equation when, when you're trying to market uh, Northeast Florida? Well, it, it, it's everything. It's, it's the collaboration, the leadership, the CEOs of all five of our areas, Amelia Island, CBB, Visit Jacksonville, et cetera, um, just work so well together. We share data together. Um, you know, you know, if you look at your key markets from 2019, you know, Visa through, through Visa card transactions, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of out the window, right? So, so we all data share and the visitation, we tracked our demand and monitored the movement of the markets up and down uh, every two weeks throughout the pandemic so we could better, better target. But, uh, you know, I, I report to a board of directors that's 19 members strong and some of the most brilliant minds in both golf and tourism uh, that we have. And, and, and that, that's critical. Absolutely. And so you're, tell us about your reach. What counties do you all um, – come in you know come and market right and so it's the florida georgia line starting beginning with amelia island down south to northern volusia lpga okay uh, so we've got 120 miles of coastline and right. a golf rich area that's got soon to be 70 courses and uh life's wonderful it's it's not rocket science we've, <laughs> we've, we've got the tour headquarters and the hall of fame and lpga and right you know it's just really a golf mecca and so, you know, how, how, so how do you all fit in the governmental landscape? You, you touched on that a little bit, but what, what kind of support do you get from Nassau County and St. John's County all the way down to Flagler and right. Volusia? It, it, it's a delicate model. And, and you know, the, the uh, forefathers of the organization in 1992 had a great vision and, and really put together a fair share model. You know, each county is, has, you know, different number of room keys in, in its area. And uh, so it's really a, uh, it, was, it was really well done. And, and it was built after Mer- we looked at Myrtle Beach. The forefathers mm-hmm. said, look, look at all the hotel rooms they're filling with golf groups. And um, so we're not unlike Visit Florida, the state tourism organiza- organization, to where we're a mini Visit Florida with the vertical market of golf tourism so and circling back to visit florida we were talking earlier about governor desantis again wanting to raise the budget um for visit florida which i think is hopefully a great thing well it's been a tough fight for the tourism community in years past before the pandemic hit um but i think uh all the local you know politicians around every every part of our state all all counties really saw the impact of when we were kind of dark we were we had some dark times uh, nobody was traveling and we saw the ill effects of not having tourism in the state so to have uh, governor DeSantis have confidence in this organization and the you know the the, the true stern belief that the that uh tourism rather mm-hmm. is the backbone of our state what keeps us out of you know having to pay state income taxes is is definitely a plus i like that i raised my hand yep. First thing yep. for, for no state taxes so i mean if, if visit florida can you know get some additional money and bring some additional people in like you said it always helps and that's that's what people look at florida as a vacation destination and therefore why they're right now number one in, in the survey that we mentioned before right so for people to understand florida's first coast of golf is you know the impact you have uh, in Northeast Florida is is incredible, and I was reading about 
you know, when you put together that marketing, you know, marketing initiatives with the different airlines that service JIA, and 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 because of of the pull you all have, and and what you mean to tourism, you were able to get you know some larger aircraft to service Jacksonville. You had some additional aircraft to uh, to service Jacksonville, and that helps the tourism numbers and the economic impact and everything else. Well, you know, obviously the drive traffic is going to be leading the recovery in leisure leisure travel, but uh, the airlines aren't aren't too far behind. I, I just recently read an article where Delta expects next month to break even, um, which is you know they were they were hemorrhaging one hundred oh, yeah. million dollars a month. Right, uh, American Airlines they'll have eighty percent of their routes back online, and it's funny you mention that uh, later on tomorrow. I'll be at the airport with uh, with our CVB leaders and the Aviation Authority uh, welcoming JetBlue for their LAX to Jack's direct flight. Direct flight. So it's huge. We, we haven't had that in a long time. Well, and and what is what is the real economic impact of of what you do on Northeast Florida? Do you have any specific numbers and that you can point to? $120 million is the direct economic impact, and that is uh, hotel stays, golf rounds, and food and beverage. That's incredible. $120 million a year. It's a big number. That's a big number. It's a big number. <laughs> I mean, we, we have great events. And, right. And, you know, the, the, the Tax Layer Bowl, and of course, the, sure. you know, the, the biggest event that we have, you know, from a global attention stand, standpoint is Players' Championship, so... And we're just talking about just a piece of Florida. I mean, this is you know, right. I mean, that's that's the incredible part. So, uh, you know, uh, that 120 million is incredible. Now, I know that uh, right now you're working on a new regional brand, Florida's Northeast Coast, uh, to help expand the international market. So, is there anything you can share with us about that new initiative? Yeah. So, so you know, leadership will will ask you, okay, Tim, what's your growth? Okay, we've got a pretty good handle on this on on the, the golf initiative. So, same business model, same same everything we've been talking about in the vertical market of golf, but this expands it out horizontally. And really, um, this regional effort is designed to go where two or more of those counties or cities uh, choose to go. Can't go individually, but choose to go together. Okay, and we'll we we will combine efforts and and you know put a, a full on vision. This LAX to Jack's flight um, might well that that will be a, pro, a, a very good example domestically um, of us collaborating together to hit the LA market to let them know that hey we're open for business right come on in and uh, so we'll collaborate financially and and send a unified message oh to that oh that's mm-hmm. that's wonderful so just from you know you and I talking here and I know we talked about an eighteen percent you know, increase in golf rounds over 2019, last year in 2020. Do you see the golf numbers diminishing at all here in Northeast Florida in the near future, or do you think it's pretty sustainable? I think it's sustainable. To see the the game of golf grow the way it did through NGF sats, and, and I think you've seen those numbers, you know, it's double digits across most of the categories, juniors, women, um, people over 60, 65. So, I think we've got a very good chance of sustaining it. And numerically, you know, we do have numbers. All the golf courses report to us uh, each month. And so I'm happy to report January and February, uh, our rounds were up 9%. It's not your 18. Right. Uh, but those those January and February of last year were normal months 
so uh so yeah i think i think we've got a bright future in front of us seeing that increase and so what is when you when you talk about you know golf and tourism and things what what's what do you see as the biggest challenge for your organization in 2021 I think the biggest challenge for our organization and the state of Florida, for all those reasons we talked about, I mean, it it is crazy busy up along the coast Thursday through Sunday. Um, The tourism uh, or hospitality staffing really took a hit. And that was by far the hardest hit industry through the pandemic. And uh, so many of them had to furlough. So my direct answer to you would be, you know, our biggest challenge is is staffing employment. Um, I've heard some resorts to the north in Amelia Island, you know, they're looking for 250 positions that they're they wow. open up. Had job fair, and then had 30 to 40 jobs, leaving 220 or so left to fill. So, so that's uh, that's only that, that's a concern of mine. You know, if we're going to get all this business. You know, if we're not servicing the guests when they come in, you know that we want to deliver the good Florida brand right. promise of good, great service, great experience. And that's yeah, that gets a little tougher when you don't quite have the staff to Correct. to do that. So right. I can right. I can see where that might be a little bit of a concern. But now we've been talking with Florida First Coast Golf President David Reese. David, thank you for sharing some incredible insights on your organization. You all do a fantastic job just promoting golf, promoting tourism in Florida, and we just want to wish you and your team continued success. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you, David. We'll be right back. Well, that's all the time we have for this show. I really appreciate you listening and hope you'll let all of your friends and colleagues know about the show as well. And don't be shy about submitting a review of the show on Google or your favorite podcast platform. I'd like to thank my guest, Florida's First Coast of Golf President, David Reese, for sharing some great insights into the organization. Again, you can find On the Green Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or at my website, onthegreenconsulting.com. And if you have ideas for future shows, please send me an email, tim at onthegreenconsulting.com. I'm your host, Tim Eiley, and until next time, try to keep it in the short grass.